Hello friends and welcome back to Mixology, the show where we discuss and compare and contrast mono and stereo and all variety of mixed differences from classic albums and just collections from the 60s and maybe beyond as we explore a bit further. I've been experimenting with some ideas that we'll look to in the future. But today, we're going to be taking a look at the Rolling Stones' 1967 album, Between the Buttons. Probably my favourite Rolling Stones album, although I know a lot of people would not share this opinion. But it's their most British, with lots of evidence of the Kinks and the Beatles coming in there. But also some Dylan as well, and just some general early psychedelia with a few music hall numbers in there, and the classic tropes of the era. And it's also connected to one of their best singles, as two of the non-album tracks in the sessions, Let's Spend the Night Together and Ruby Tuesday, were released as an A and B side from the album, and they make for a great 45, and probably the Rolling Stones' high point regarding pop music. But before we get into the album, we're going to start with a little listener email today, and this comes from our friend Charles Needle, who writes, Good day, Freddy. I just wanted to drop you a quick note from Oz to say that I'm loving the Mixology Mono Stereo podcast. Absolutely fascinating. The research, wow. If I'm murdered under suspicious circumstances, I want you to investigate. No one would ever get away with it. And I dare say you're on top of it already, but there is a weird Australian single pressing of the Stones jumping jack flash. It slows down with an audible wow and flutter in the instrumental break. Worth listening to. I still think the correct version sounds wrong. But anyway, thanks again for the podcast, it's truly wonderful, and the back to mono one as well, and getting through them is a rate, it's great catching up on those songs. Cheers, Charlie. So Charles, thanks very much for writing in, and I know you come across from the Sale On podcast, so thank you very much for that. Any Beach Boys fans listening to this podcast should check out the Sale On podcast, by the way. A great in-depth look at the Beach Boys, and they're currently looking at the Smile era, which is insanely in-depth, but insanely interesting as well. And if you too want to write into the show, remember, you can email me at backtomonoradio at gmail.com. I'll put it in the show notes so I can fit it in for you. And if not, I'll wait to hear from you, of course. But you can definitely find it in the Back to Mono podcast show notes. So check that podcast out if you haven't already. So back to Between the Buttons. And we're going to start at track one of the UK version. And... Obviously, track one is the great Yesterday's Papers, with a great marimba-led arrangement and what I guess I would describe as a rampous rhythm throughout. I don't really know how else to describe it, really. But it's a great little track, great way to open the album, slightly more understated than usual. And there's not too many differences between the two mixes, but the mono does run a hair faster than the stereo and the vocal is a little bit wetter. I'm going to start with the stereo and then move that to the mono. And now, over to the mono. After this, we don't really get too many other differences in this track, apart from the fade, where it becomes a bit more notable, as in mono it goes on significantly longer, getting another repeat of the Who Wants Yesterday's Papers line, and that makes for quite an important really oddity I suppose, because it's if you haven't heard it, it's extra performance vocally and instrumentally by the Stones, and if you're a fan, you're going to crave every second of that. 
So let's give it a little listen to the stereo and I'll crossfade it into the mono as it gets to the extra fade out point. And you'll probably notice the channels get going narrower because it's quite a wide stereo mix and I do enjoy the stereo mix this album a lot actually. So no mix is really superior to the other in my eyes. Take it away. Now, over to the mono. Now, track two on the album, My Obsession, has no real differences between the two. I'd say the vocal sits a little differently in the mono than it does in stereo, with stereo being a bit more upfront and dry. But it's worth noting, and it's not really part of this show, but this is Brian Wilson's favorite Rolling Stones track, and I'd probably say that simply because it was a session he got to sit in on while they were recording, and as a result, he thought, ooh, that's rather special, I suppose, and it's stuck with him ever since. But let's do a little comparison of this track anyway, just so you can hear the differences or lack thereof, and how things sit ever so slightly differently in the mixes. Starting with the stereo once again, and then I'll move that into the mono. To the mono. Now track three on the album, Backstreet Girl, is a nice quick one for us today because it's actually a fold down when comparing all the mixes. As it's probably worth noting, for sources here I'm using the 2002 remaster for the stereo and the Rolling Stones in mono box set CDs for the mono mixes obviously. But I do have a needle drop and an original mono copy of the album and a stereo pressing as well so I can compare any differences because this track being a fold down is consistent, but later on it won't be. But there's no point in comparing those if it's the same mix. So, on to track four, which is The Great Connection, a track on which Keith would later take the lead vocals on live. But here it's a duet between him and Mick, and throughout the track it's basically the same, but once we get to the outro, again, it goes on for longer in mono, with a few extra ba-ba-bas. And I will start with the stereo here, and again, it will crossfade into the mono at that key moment. To the mono. Now track 5, She Smiled Sweetly, is another quick one, because once again, this is a fold down. There's only one other definite instance of this on the album, 
but it clearly is something that continues on as we go. Now, the closing track on side one, Cool, Calm and Collected, has a couple of slightly minor differences and one of our main mixing ones, and that is in the choruses, if you like, which kind of come down, there's a difference in the delay effect on mixed vocal. Now, the delay is panned off to one side in the stereo, but it does feel a bit different the way it sits between the two mixes. So let me play you that first in stereo and now I'll play it again in mono where it feels slightly more megaphony if that makes sense. A little bit more echoey but short and sharp and hard. Here's the stereo and I'll play it again in mono. Verse 2 onwards has this kind of sitar lead guitar going on and it's panned to the left in stereo and it's pretty loud throughout and it's quite a cool part but this gets mixed much lower in mono eventually coming up a little bit more as it goes along but it's much more in the background and more of a structure piece than a lead instrument. Here's the stereo and I'll just crossfade into the mono. Remember the part is in the left channel that you're listening for. Listen to where it sits in mono. She knows all the right games to play. And she always just knows what to say. Finally on this track, I'm going to play you the outro and how this differs between the two mixes. It ends in a tape delay crashing effect, and I feel this gets mixed up a little earlier in stereo with more of a gradual fade up in mono. Let me play you the stereo first, and I'll play it again in mono. Now see if this feels any different in mono. Now, flipping over to side two of the album, we start with the track All Sold Out, which has some slight differences again, with a vocal that's far more prominently mixed in stereo, being much more upfront, and also a fade out that goes on a little longer in stereo. Let's start with a little bit of the verse vocal and compare how this differs from stereo to mono in its mix placement, starting this time with the mono. Stereo. 
And now, as I said, we move to the fade out on this track, which is a hair longer in stereo. I'll play the mono and cross fade it over to the stereo just so you can hear what's been added on precisely. This track is followed up on the UK album by Please Go Home, a track that once again is a fold down, likely due to the heavy tape delay effects being used on the track, being hard to replicate twice in a mix. So I don't need to demonstrate the differences or lack thereof. But interestingly, on the Rolling Stones and mono set from a couple of years ago, the mono version of this album did actually use a different mono mix. So I'll show you that now. The tape delay isn't as strong and is missing in some parts. So I'll just show you a little section, but ultimately this is more of an outtake mix than one to be included on the album intentionally. So I'll play the stereo section and now I'll play the mono alternate mix section. Track 3 on side 2, Who's Been Sleeping Here, is in reality Mick Jagger's Bob Dylan attempt, and it works pretty well to be honest, although it does come across as a little bit of a pistache of Dylan's style if you like. But it interestingly has a couple of slight differences, number one being that the track has a greater dynamic variance in mono, the intro being much softer than the chorus, where in stereo they're a much closer volume, which makes for a more dynamic sounding track, which is quite cool for sure. Um, also, at the end of the first chorus, when Mick says, tell me pretty baby who's been sleeping here, it's much more buried in the mono than it is in stereo, almost like it's a choice to mix it out intentionally. So let me play you in stereo and then in mono. And back to mono. Moving along to the fade out on this track, we get a longer fade out this time in stereo with some extra guitar lines coming in right at the end which makes again for an interesting listen. Let me play you the mono and I'll cross fade into the stereo at the applicable moment. Up the stereo. Moving on to the next track, Complicated, it once again gets a little bit complicated. When I folded down the stereo mix compare, I noticed both mixes were near identical outside of the EQ differences in mastering, but the mono mix had a slightly longer fade, which means it can't be a direct fold of the stereo mix as is issued on the album, but maybe a fold of the mix before it had a fade out applied. Who knows? But for the purpose of this, we'll just compare the length of the fade outs just so you can hear the difference at the very least where it's lacking in the rest of the track. Starting obviously with the stereo and then I'll mention when I'm going to the mono.
and mono. We're at the penultimate track of the album now, and it's a great little rocker called Miss Amanda Jones, which has an amazing bridge that I absolutely love, and I've raved about on Back to Mono already. But it's the bridge we're going to be talking about once again, because in stereo, the bridge is mixed much louder and drier than it is in the mono mix, where it sits at a much more comfortable level. We'll play the bridge in mono, and then we'll play it again in stereo, so you can compare and contrast. Let's hear that in stereo. Hey girl, don't you realize the money invested in you? Hey girl, you just got to find someone who really for your family. Now, the closing track on the album, the vaudeville epic Something Happened to Me Yesterday, is very close in its mono and stereo mixes for the most part going through the entire track. But there are points where the lead vocal definitely sits quite a bit louder in stereo than it does in mono. And I'm going to highlight one of those sections to you now, starting with the more mixed in mono and then following that up with the drier and more upfront stereo. Something very strange I hear you say. You're talking in a most peculiar way. And now, the stereo. Something very strange I hear you say. You're talking in a most peculiar way. And with that very unusual track and very, very minor difference that you might not even agree with, we're done with the main album itself, but we've got two more non-album tracks to explore, both of which were included on the American album, as noted earlier. And these two tracks are Let's Spend the Night Together and Ruby Tuesday. Starting with Let's Spend the Night Together, we once again find a track with no real discernible differences in the main mix, other than that the panning in the stereo mix really takes the energy out of the track for me. But the stereo does have a longer fade out, which is pretty cool. So let's fade up the fade out of the mono and then cross fade it into the stereo. And let's bring up that stereo. Flipping that single over to the B-side, we get the now huge hit Ruby Tuesday, which once again has a couple of mixed differences to analyse as the last track on this show. And they mostly come in the second chorus and onwards, whereas in the second chorus I find in stereo the bass is far more defined than it is in mono, and the harpsichord is mixed up at this point, whereas it's mixed up in the next chorus in mono. I'm going to play that second chorus now and listen to the differences between the mono and the stereo. And also pay attention to the speed because I find the mono is slightly faster and the vocal in the chorus because we're going to look at a difference involving that just afterwards. And to the stereo. When you change with every 
There's no time to now, interestingly, that chorus is actually mixed a bit differently on most of the CD issues of the track before about 2012, where they accidentally used an underdub version of the stereo mix, which doesn't have the extra vocal overdubs on the chorus, leaving Mick Jagger and the band single tracked. While it's not technically a difference I'd usually necessarily include, I'm going to throw it in here like I did with the Please Go Home one earlier. And so here's the chorus from that mix without the additional vocal overdubs. that we've come to the end of yes another episode of mixology again i've had fun compiling this one looking at my first stones album on the show and while there weren't so many huge differences in the album there are still a few that i did enjoy finding like the f longer fade outs on number of tracks and also discovering which tracks were fold downs there was a couple i was aware of but not all of them so interesting in that regard I'm still deciding what album to look at for next time, but it won't be such a long wait because I'm back in the UK now, obviously. But thank you very much for listening. Thank you, Charles, for writing in. And if you want to write in, remember, you can do so at backtomonoradio at gmail.com. And if it's to do with Mixology, I'll read it out in here. And if it's to do with Back to Mono, I'll read it out over there as well. But for now, thank you very much for listening. And whoever you are, Wherever you are, have a great, great day.